What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, it is, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it is about 2.30 in the morning. And uh, you're going to keep me company while I'm wrapping up, uh, well, wrapping up. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, wrapping up gifts right now. And uh, so Holly and I have actually, you know, kind of switched uh, um, duties here where you know, she, her shift was the first one we got Beckett down and I stayed in there with them and, and now it's my turn. And so anyways, um, it's kind of funny because we're like, okay, now, you know, Atticus is an adult. He probably would rather money or whatever and this sort of thing. So we shouldn't really get a whole lot of, uh, things for him. And, you know, here I am, like, we got a lot of stuff for him. <laughs> it's kind of a, kind of a funny deal I guess it's it's one of those things there when you become a parent you just you love being able to get your kids stuff and uh, I am pumped I'll tell you one of the things I'm really excited about um, for Beckett and I apologize if I'm going in and out of volume and stuff here I'm trying to actually literally rap while I'm doing this um, but uh, one of the uh, things I'm really excited about is uh, is actually a uh, a word is a glow in the dark hot wheel set of uh, monster trucks for Beckett and uh, you know Holly really doesn't like the plasticky artificial things she normally likes to get like the uh, you know either die cast or um, uh, wooden toys but I was at Target and I saw them I go oh because you know I'm a sucker for you know glow in the dark stuff and I'm like please let's 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 be okay with getting this set for him and she's like okay well i'm not gonna tell you not to you know it's uh <laughs> i'm like okay so i end up getting him and uh man I'm, I'm kind of pumped about that uh playing those with them and uh so yeah and there's there's some really neat things in here for atticus also i want to make sure he's still up he's actually trying to do a little podcast thing that he's starting so maybe i'll share that link with y'all uh fun conspiracy theory stuff and everything uh, whenever he gets it launched, but, um, uh, so I probably won't talk about what I've got him, but you know, what I wanted to talk about was kind of Christmases in the past as a kid when it came to baseball cards. And it was kind of a fun thing for me, uh, obviously, and probably shared some or all of these, uh, stories before, but maybe, you know, a couple different perspectives these days on it. And, uh, you know, so many fond memories, like that was, like, I remember my want lists uh, as a kid. It'd be like a uh, set of 86 tops traded, uh, wax box of 89 Donruss, wax box of 90 Donruss, wax box of 89 score, um, you know, uh, 87 Fleer, Barry Bonds, and Bobby Bonilla. And I was just like so excited about getting baseball cards. And even, and I told the. Uh, I told, I think I told Jim, uh, Dr. James Beckett, uh, about this, where one of my, uh, Christmas, uh, wish lists was, uh, you know, items was actually back issues of Beckett magazine. And, uh, you know, cause, cause that was, that magazine was everything to me. And, uh, you know, I think I remember my dad, he, I think he said one time, like, you know, wow, Tanner, if, if you knew as much about the Bible 
as you did about baseball cards. Wow, that'd be super impressive. <laughs> and so, yeah, I probably have uh, have spent too much time in the baseball card stuff. Not much, not nearly as much time as I should in the Bible, because uh, you know, the Bible obviously is my my favorite book uh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, you know, I just I need to be reading it more. But um, anyways, but Beckett though, Beckett was the uh, magazine was the uh, the thing that I just loved, I cherished so much, and I remember. Going into my parents' closet one time, uh, and you know, kind of trying to sneak a peek of, of what they got me for Christmas, and man, I, I found it. I found a, a pile of, of back issues of Beckett magazine, and I was so excited. I felt guilty, of course, because I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have ruined it and everything. But uh, I knew it was coming. I was just really, really excited about it, and. Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't do that again. That's for sure. I, and I remember friends that were like, uh, "Okay, parents are gone. Time to rummage, rummage the room and see what we're getting." You know, and I was like, "No, you can't do that. No, no, don't do anything like that. That's that's uh, that's awful. Just be surprised." And uh, and you know, they wouldn't listen to me. They keep uh, they they would keep looking anyway. <laughs> and so, but anyways, um, yeah. Basically, aside from Nintendo, like because uh, because I, I remember specifically, I'll, I'll tell you, like I think. Oh man, probably three gifts that I asked for that I can remember that I can remember that were not, um, maybe four that were not baseball card related. Uh, first one was Super Mario Brothers 2. That was my big gift, uh, cause I mean, they're expensive. I mean, it was like 50 or 60 bucks and we didn't have a lot of money. Um, and they got it for me and I was super excited and super excited to the point where I have a copy of it right now in box as well um, on my desk. And they just have a lot of nostalgia for Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, the next year, I think it was, was Super Mario Brothers 3 or you know, a couple years after that or whatever. And again, same thing, really expensive, uh, especially for us. And they got it for me anyway. And uh, you know, really happy about that. Another year, I don't know if this is like my birthday or Christmas, but... Um, I th we'll, we'll go with Christmas. Um, it was uh, Voltron. And I think it was the Blue Lion, and I was super excited about it. And uh, and by the way, Super Mario Brothers three, I have that copy in box as well, displayed next to my Super Mario Brothers two, which is displayed next to my Super Mario Brothers one. Those are my top three favorite games. Um, and uh, I actually actually kind of a funny story on those. I research the heck out of those like which one to get and make sure there's no wrinkles or anything and uh end up getting them and they just sat and i'm like okay this is weird why do i have this and i sold them and uh i reached out about a year or two later so i sold them pre-pandemic wah 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 and i reached out to the to the previous buyer uh post-pandemic wah 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 and ended up getting them back for actually a pretty darn good price. So, um, so my same copies I had before uh, <laughs> are, uh, are are back again, which I'm I'm very happy about. I, I love them. Um, just the the artwork on the boxes and everything. I'm just you know super super happy about it. But anyway, so back to the Voltron. I, I ended up getting um, a Panache place. I think it is um, uh, Blue Voltron, Blue Lion. And uh, I remember thinking, man, okay, there's there's five lions total. Uh, so how's this going to work? If I get one every year, and that's what my folks said, you know, if, you know, yeah, we'll get you one a year or something. And, and I was thinking, man, I'm going to be like an adult at that point, you know, 
is only probably seven or something, uh, six, seven, maybe. And, uh, I don't remember what happened to it. I'm, I'm only thinking it was the blue lion. Uh, and for years, every time around Christmas, cause I'm very difficult to shop for you guys. Like if it wasn't baseball cards in the past, then I didn't know what to say. And my wife, uh, you know, Holly, she would never get me a baseball card. She goes, Tanner, you get that stuff anyways, just get what you want. And, you know, tell me what else you want instead. I'm not going to touch the baseball cards, which I understand because if I did, uh, then I would probably be freaking out about the price. Like, oh, did you get it for the right price or whatever, you know? So I wouldn't want to put that on her. So I understand completely. I completely get it. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I would always look for, uh, you know, nostalgic things, um, you know, in the past several years. I was like, yeah, it's like, what is, what's that one cartoon with the lions? What's it called? It's got to be Thundercats. That's what it is. And so I thought for the longest time it's Thundercats. Started looking up. I go, that didn't look like anything like it at all. So then I ended up finding out Voltron. Oh, it's Voltron. So it was literally a memory that was uncovered for the first time in my head for like decades, um, maybe two, three years ago. And I was like, oh man, I got to get, let me research it. So you go down that rabbit hole, right? You see like, which ones do they have? Okay. It's the plastic one. So that's Panache Place. Okay. I think that's what it is. But then there's like an 81 or 82 diecast version that was uh, from Matchbox no, I don't think I got that one. I don't remember a diecast one. I think I remember the, the actual people fitting in it. I think I remember it being plastic. So I ended up uh, getting the uh, an original uh, uh, Panache Place of Voltron. And um, they said that it came with four of the figures, uh, four figures. I was like, oh, that's too bad. I wish you know I had the fifth one. And sure enough, when it came in, I uh, opened up the chest of the black lion and, and the figure was in there. The seller just didn't know to look. Uh, in there. So since then, I've ended up getting like a little uh, Lego minifigure Voltron. I've gotten the big daddy Lego Voltron that me and Atticus put together. And that thing is awesome. So if you're a Voltron fan, get it. Um, and uh, I also got a uh, uh, Soul of Shigokin, I think that's what it's called, uh, from Bandai. It's a, uh, it was the premier Voltron. It's like a 12-incher. So I got that. I got a, I picked up a Lucky Cat. Um, which I think is like probably a seven inch or so, which is really fun. They actually transform into lions and cubes and make the full Voltron. Uh, Atticus got me a jumbo, uh, Funko Pop Vol Voltron. Uh, man, I'm sounding like a massive, like super collector Voltron. Um, and the last thing is, uh, uh, Toy Carbotics, uh, Voltron, which is the, the granddaddy of all, uh, you know, awesome Voltrons and everything. So, and, and I ended up getting that like maybe close to a year ago or so. I haven't even opened it. I mean, I have opened it just to look at it, but I haven't even pulled it out or anything. So, uh, so I'm looking forward to that at some point. But anyway, so all of that stemmed off of a single, very hazy memory of getting the Blue Lion uh, when I was like six years old or something for Christmas. So, um, so anyways, as far as, um, you know, baseball cards though, like, man, I, re I remember also, you know, asking for vintage cards and nothing really big. Like I wasn't the type of kid to be like, I want an 86 Donner's Ray rookie Canseco. I mean, that was way too rich for me, um, at that time to even dream about getting, um, literally I wouldn't have even dreamt about it because it would have been like winning the lottery or something, you know, for us. So anyways, uh, you know, I, I would, 
ask for commons, common cards from 1959 tops and everything. And, uh, uh, and, uh, I just have these vivid memories of, uh, of like, for instance, going to a Christmas tree farm and, you know, getting a couple, you know, packs of, uh, 1991 Donruss and, and, you know, they're very, very plain. I've got T-Rex, Jurassic Park T-Rex that's actually standing on top of a box of a 91 Donner Series 1 right now in my office with a pack in his mouth. Uh, you know, the you know, worst, you know, ugliest color of wrappers ever, right? It's like a very, like, pale yellow or tan or something, you know? <laughs> but I love it. I love it so much because of the nostalgia that I've attached to it. But, um... Uh, anyways, I remember opening them while we're pulling up into the Christmas tree farm and just being like, oh man, so cool. And, and getting the, uh, a Kinseiko in there and saying, you know, huh, that's weird. Why is there just an all-star version? Like, do they have a regular version? Which, you know, the regular version came in series two and, uh, just loving those cards so much and being really excited about them. I also remember, uh, accidentally uncovering a box of 92 Donruss, um, in the back of our car. And my dad's snapping at me and my mom's snapping at my dad for snapping at me. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, just remember getting that box and just remembering how classy the 92 Donner's box looked, um, is a, you know, really, really nice look. Um, but, uh, anyways, just all kinds of fun memories. I also remember, uh, being able to get up in the morning and not touching the, you know, the presents or anything or rattling them or anything like that. But I remember specifically like looking at the stockings and and having like I think it was like a maybe an A7 Fleer Barry Bonds or Bobby Bonier both or an A6 Donner Sorkies Barry Bonds one of those like peeking up out of a uh, uh, the Christmas stocking and man what a what a cool cool feeling that was like going like yeah okay I'm gonna I'm, I'm getting a, a rookie of Bonds or, or Bonier or something you know and, and just loving that so much and uh yeah, like it, I was probably for as difficult as an adult that I'm uh, to shop for. I was probably super easy as a kid to shop for. Like, you know, go to the go to our favorite baseball card shop that I go to every Saturday, the bullpen. And, you know, get the want list out and say, OK, Mike, here's the here's a list and uh, here's what Tanner wants. So what can we what can we do? <laughs> and so probably probably really kind of a, a fun thing there. But uh, uh, really easy, I think, I think. But um yeah, super fun. I was really excited because whenever I woke up Christmas morning, I knew there's going to be baseball cards involved, and you know, always right in the world whenever uh, baseball cards were involved. And uh, you know, kind of funny. A lot of the cards from that era, they're not really worth anything now. But uh, and while it did teach me a lot about business and buying and selling and wheeling and dealing and everything, um, you know, it's truly just kind of like it is now for me. It's just about the the pure love for the hobby. Do I make money in this hobby? Yes, I do. Um, but is that why I'm in the hobby? No, it's not. Um, I, I love it tons. And it's funny to think also, I would have never in my wildest dreams have thought like, uh, you know, 30 years later, um, you know, I'd be making cards of people's kids and, you know, parents and everything and, and of other people's favorite players and, and all that. And I just, I love that so much. And I've, uh, I'm super, super thankful to be able to do that. I mean, gosh, for crying out loud, the, you know, many of my favorite Canseco cards are ones I've been able to create. Um, and I've got a really good idea for one of them also, which I'm really excited about. Um, 
you know, and even being able to do the mystery cabinet um, this this past year. I mean, that's just uh, it's been so fun. It's been so fun. It really started just with my love of cards as a kid and, you know, just just being super excited for Christmas morning and all this. So um, I will say this. There's one standout gift. And, and let me tell you something. My parents like I love my parents to death. Like they're just they're both incredible people. My dad passed away about four years ago and, you know, terrible loss, terrible loss. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we still miss him so much. Like even, you know, Holly sees him as a dad. And, uh, and so, but, you know, I'll tell you, like, in spite of the fact that, you know, the running joke was, you know, if we see like a vintage toy or something, uh, Holly would say, oh yeah, we had that as a kid. Uh, and I would say, oh yeah, my friends had that as a kid because <laughs> they never really had that many toys. But in spite of that fact, like we, and, and my dad was always constantly sick and, you know, the bills are through the roof all the time. Um, in spite of that, my parents tried so hard, uh, to give me what I wanted. And, and, you know, I was, I was always content. I was always content. You know, it was, it was great. It was, it was, uh, I was, I was very, very, uh, I was never, in a position where it's like, oh man, they don't give me enough stuff or whatever, you know, but, uh, but on the flip side of it, you know, I'm like sitting here in the, in this office full of toys, most of which are mine, you know, or maybe I'm trying to recapture something <laughs> that I never had in the past. But, um, but, uh, you know, in, in spite of the fact that, you know, Holly is, is pretty much refused to get me cards, uh, or, you know, baseball things, wherever she does a fantastic job also, she's just a very thoughtful, uh, person. And, uh, I'm very blessed to, to you know, to be married to her. But one gift that stood out is, uh, is she actually bought me a, uh, a Jose Canseco signed bat. And that meant tons to me because she actually put the effort into, you know, getting, uh, something like that for me. And I think this is before I was actually even a Canseco super collector. Um, and yeah, it was, that's right. That's right. Because I actually, the first time I met him as an adult, uh, I went to get like a photo op with him and, and get to sign something have him, have him sign something, uh, at a card show. And I brought that bat with me to have him pose with it, uh, while we were, you know, while we were uh, taking a picture uh, together. So, um, and you know, I don't buy or collect regular style bats at all. They're signed. Like I've got a Canseco home run gamer that's signed. And, you know, that's in my collection because it's a gamer and because Canseco actually had a home run with it. I mean, I bought and sold so many different types of bats that are, you know, just regular, you know, regular issued signed ones that were never used or anything. And, uh, but the one that Holly gave me, that's going to stay with me forever. And, uh, you know, I just love it because I love the thought and the heart behind it. So, uh, but you know, with as much as I do love getting gifts, um, and believe me, I do. I love them. <laughs> I love getting stuff. I, uh, I'm probably transitioning into a little bit of a pack rat here, unfortunately, <laughs> but, uh, but I really, really, really love being able to get, um, you know, Holly and Atticus and Beckett things and, uh, you know, and to, to get into a bit more of a sadder thing, I really wish that I could you know, be able to get Phoenix some things here. We're really missing him. We're really missing him. It's been three months, a little over three months since he passed. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we talk about him every single day and we probably will for the rest of our lives, you know, and, and each Christmas saying we knew going in that this Christmas is going to be especially tough. 
uh, without our little boy. Um, and because uh, we love him tons and we miss him tons. And everything that we uncovered, it's like, man, I wish that we could have been able to have, uh, you know, dressed him up in, in a little Christmas outfit or, um, you know, get him some little gifts or, you know, sit. Like one of my things I love doing is just sitting in front of the Christmas tree with the lights and with Beckett in my lap and just watching him. And, uh, you know, just it kills me. It really kills me. But um, I will say this. I'm very, very, very thankful for for Holly for Atticus and for Beckett. And uh, we certainly look forward to being reunited with Phoenix uh, in heaven. Um, but until then, it's going gonna, it's gonna to certainly sing as an understatement, as a vast understatement, I say that, um, without him here with us. Um, but so thankful that I have Holly and Atticus and Beckett here to, to enjoy Christmas with. And unfortunately, it's probably not going to be too terribly enjoyable this year because it's the first year um, without Phoenix. But... Um, I hear that it gets easier. Um, so we'll, we'll see if that rings true or not, but, um, in any event, I'm, uh, back to lighthearted stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, uh, the, you know, looks on, uh, Atticus and Beckett's faces, um, when they open up their gifts and being able to play the, the glow in the dark monster trucks with, uh, with Beckett. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, one thing you probably can count on though, is I probably will not get baseball cards under the Christmas tree. And that's okay. That is perfectly okay. I've uh, actually got a couple wax boxes coming in of uh, 84 and 85 tops uh, this week. And uh, and I've got plenty of cards to look through while I'm here anyways. Uh, you know, that I already have. So, But um, anyways, I guess I'll wrap this up. It's uh, it's getting to be close to 3 a.m. And I've, I actually I effectively stopped rapping when I started uh, getting into uh, talking here. So I better get back to it. So thank you guys, as always, for listening. I'm super thankful for you all to listen. Um, I'm sorry I've been very sporadic and everything. You know, life, that's how it, how it goes for us right now anyways um, in uh, in posting these episodes. But, uh, you know, super thankful for you all who, uh, who listen and who have been listening for the past couple of years uh, that have been doing this. I can't believe it's been couple of years might even been more than that already actually but uh, i do wish you and your families out there a super wonderful merry christmas and uh, look forward to hear about the baseball cards that you all get under the tree tomorrow uh yeah have a great rest of your day